Welcome back to the Safety Podcast, the culture of safety. What's up, Joe? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's a beautiful day today. It is. Hey, so uh, remember I told you about us trying to get more people involved and and we told our listeners, hey, if you guys ever feel like you have something to say, you kind of reach out. To um, our mailbag? To our, our mailbag. <laughs> I actually had an individual come on and uh, hit us up and he's actually in the studio today. His name is John. Awesome. Yeah, I think he, uh, so he hit us up about our education versus experience episode, right? Yeah. Where me and you had a difference of opinions on what's more important or what you should kind of look for when you're hiring a safety guy a little bit. Right. I mean, we did start the episode off with some disclaimers, like, of course, you want a mixture of both. Of course. We, we of course, said, hey, it's not just either or. It's best to have both. And plus, there's not just the only defining factor of close culture and a bunch of other stuff going to it. But Exactly. But uh, I think John, he kind of mentioned to me that he has a little bit of a different view. Good. And uh, I didn't want to talk to him. wrong. I didn't want to okay. talk to him too much about it because I wanted <laughs> to, to talk about it on here. So uh, welcome to the show, John. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I Would appreciate you like to it. introduce yourself, sir? So uh, my name is Jonathan McCann. I've got about... A decade and a half experience in the in the safety, most of it uh, in the oil and gas industry, and I did get a chance to listen to the last podcast, and some spots of it made me wince, some spots <laughs> of it made me smile. You should so. have heard it before we edited it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just glad to be here, and maybe doze a little bit deeper into the subject. All righty. So yeah, man. That, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, that's what the podcast is all about. Yeah, that's like, what it's about. We want people to come on here and yeah. talk to us, and so we can all learn together, or... Yeah, it's it's not about just Matt and I. It's about you know giving everybody a voice, you know, and that's why we want everybody to listen and let us know and give us feedback because you have a voice, I have a voice, everybody in the safety department. Unfortunately, a, you have a voice. I have a very loud voice. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I think I think that's something that everybody can do is come in, give their voice and, and opinion, so that everybody can kind of get a different perspective. So, yeah. So just a quick recap of education versus experience. You were on the side that nothing else matters besides education. First of all, that is a gross overstatement. And <laughs> to you, education is strictly a four-year diploma from a accredited university that has the to only, be Harvard. It has to be about. part of the Ivy League universities. It, it can't be, even be, be Harvard. Can't be. It can't be a community college. It has to be Trump University. <laughs> no, but seriously, you were on the side. Yeah, of, I'm on the side of education, and then you were on the side of experience. That you only have to have three days of experience, and then you can be the manager of any company. I was on the side that you learn a lot of things in through experience that you can't learn in school. Right. And that if uh, that pretty much anybody that puts in the time and the effort, which I know John loved that line, uh, for for <laughs> education, schooling-wise, can get through it. You just need money, and you need to put in the time. It doesn't mean you're going to come out a, a better you – could, you could come out a, the same safety guy you went in after but a four-year degree. But we both agreed – that you can do both in the same manner. You can work in a company for 20 years and not know anything, and you can also go to school for five or 10 years and still not know anything. Exactly. So we'll start right with that. John, what do you think about that? What yeah. do you think about What's your opinion, John? on people going to school and coming out the same and not getting better for it? Okay, so the, the, <clears throat> the statement that I did here was, was time and money and you got it. Time in and the, money and in, you got in it. In the last podcast. So that was one of the parts that I winced. Um, so... My I come from my perspective on it um, is that uh, I believe the the context of it had to get a little bit deeper um, before we started talking about it because education uh, to me is not a degree. It's and, right. and it's something. It's similar to what you just said, right. Joe. Training so, and a bunch of other stuff. Right. Considered education. So, right. So. 
part of that, the 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 upside of that um, would be that if you did go to school to get a degree, that you retain that information. If you don't have information recall, you don't have an education. That. You went there and, and jumped through the hoops, right? So um, when you guys talked about bringing people on uh, that either had an education or experience, <clears throat> to me, both of them are one and two of the same. So if I have an individual that went to school for four years or two years, whatever, whether he's got an associate's or bachelor's degree, or maybe more, maybe a master's degree, whatever the fact may be. Mm-hmm. So you have an individual that has four years of higher education, and then you have an individual that has four years out of high school on the job. And you look at both of those individuals. To me, both of those individuals have an education. They're different, but they both have an education. Um, because you can run through um, four years of school and really not retain anything. Amen to that. I know some people there's my just point. like that. But you have that degree, um, four years of on-the-job experience, and this is where I tend to lean a little bit towards Matt as far as going with an experienced individual because that education, um, you will essentially, if you're not retaining information, you're at least going to have muscle memory at that point. <laughs> you know, So um, that was something uh, that I would have liked to see defined or, or, or just going into a little bit more detail about defining education and what that is because it's not a degree and education is is information recall of instruction given by definition um and then the the next thing was um that statement that matt made with time and and money and you got it oh yeah it's a piece of paper my favorite line thanks matt (laughs) well i know that i know that matt is making a lot of sacrifices himself to go through Put himself through school right no, now he's too. He's just putting in time in. What was the time in? Effort? Honestly, my own oh, money. Sorry, time and money. I mean, honestly, that's what I'm doing, and I'm I'm getting A's, mostly A's, B's, and just time and money. We'll we'll wait till you actually start going for your your higher level classes. You're right. But there's much more involved in that, and I think you really shortchange yourself by making a statement like that. I really do because there's much more sacrifices that go into an education. Um, when when. When, when you are retaining that information, you got the education. So you're going after that degree. There, there's a big difference between a degree and an education. I think we can all agree upon that. Of course. Uh, with statements made, it sounds like we all align on that, that mm-hmm. concept. I mean, the first episode, it sounded like J- Joe was saying an, degree, or an education means a degree. That's what I took from no, it. No. If you, if you recall, if you go back and listen, I literally said it I don't listen to our to podcast. Be, it doesn't have to be a degree. An education comes from it. It could be training. Right. Oh like, yeah. Remember I said, you did say even that. a forty-hour train, even a four-hour class, something. Yeah, you're right. You I did mean, say that. I, of course, at the higher levels, of course, I would, I would want a degree, right? Like, just like we want degrees from doctors and lawyers and other stuff like that. But as an entry-level point, I would like to have some type of education, some type of. It can be online. It can be a forty-hour OSHA. Something. Now, once again, I, I, I always tend to kind of do the little wishy-washy on the, on the OSHA forty, just because I've been through two of them. And they were terrible. So, I mean, it's all about the quality and structure. And, and in reality, like you said, it's, it, the education comes from wherever you want. If you if you grabbed five books and you read them on your own, technically that's an education. And if you're sitting there, hey, Joe, I got I know this, 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 and you show me all the books you read, I'm like, okay, show me show me that, that you know what's in those books. And then, of course, like I said, obviously this isn't just one factor. We need at least another 10 factors, the culture and knowledge, and we'll actually try to test you on these things. But... For me, education is really important because if you don't have that memory retention, if you're not able to grow and understand things, you're going to go into a lot of situations and you can make a lot of mistakes. 
Right. So if you have those four books, like you said, that you get four books to an individual, they read it. If you can't <clears throat> show me that you retained mm -hmm. any of that information, say I give you an information recall instrument, right? A test. Right. And you, you're showing me that you can't, you didn't retain any of that information. You did not get an education. You did not education. No, right. you literally, like you said, jump through the hoops. You just did the bare minimal. And I think that's, I think that's where a lot of people kind of shortchange themselves is they kind of cheat. You know, I, I have an example I had, I, I had mentioned before was that online program that I first took. I offered to a lot of other individuals and I had one guy, he was actually getting a job and he needed to pass it. He's like, Joe, I told him I had it and I didn't have it. He ended up paying somebody else $300 on top of the, I forgot, like $200 to do it for him. So he really, he got a job. I mean, a pretty decent paying job off of a lie. But in reality, obviously as managers, we're going to go and see him like, oh, so you just lied to me. You said that you had it. Yeah. And you had the credentials, but you didn't understand the material. You just, Kind of just like you, like Matt said, you just put in a little bit of the work and then you got the grades and that was it. See, that goes back to that's a, a moral and ethical dilemma. And that's that goes back to like what, what Matt was saying, time and money and you got it. And that's something when I was going through school that really irritated me because I ran into the same, not the same exact thing, but the same concept. I right? see a bunch of students in my school that don't try at all. Get the same grade well, as me nah. because well, they show nah. up. And this, they, and they well, this this particular incident that I'm talking about was um, it was an English class, and this guy literally told me, I don't know Jack Diddley squat oh, about yeah. English, but my uh, my 12 year old niece does, and uh, you know 100 bucks, and I'm getting an A in English. I can't his <laughs> his he'd say quote unquote I don't know what the heck a semicolon is. What's that? But I'm getting an A in English. Right. So. You know, that, that is irritating, too, to know that you do have those guys that make it through. That's what bugs me. That's one of the biggest things that bugs me about when people are so, harp so strongly on education is that not just one or two people do that, but I think a I, good I, chunk of people good chunk, do that. Yeah. And I, I, I always go back to my friend. He, I worked with him a couple of years ago, and he had a bachelor's before I had, he had any degree myself. He came in. He had a bachelor's degree, and we were kind of like, why are you here, you know? He's like, you got a bachelor's degree. You can do way better jobs, making way more money. But at this point, he was just out of out of college, whatever. And this guy, not to be mean, but he was like, he had a low IQ. And he would be up front. He goes, look, I'm not the smartest guy. I am super dumb. And he would say, he'd be like, you know what? I What I would do is I would go and I would talk to the teacher. Look, I'm struggling. Can I get extra help? Can I do extra homework? Whatever. And he legitimately had Fs. And he'd talk to the teacher. Hey, look, I'm trying my best. And the teacher would give him a D. And that's where that term, Ds get degrees, came from. Mm -hmm. Is the fact that he he did not have the intellect to actually graduate with a bachelor's degree, but like Matt said, he put the time and he had the money. Honestly, is and it so gonna... and so sometimes, unfortunately, that's yeah. that's. But isn't that isn't that the way with a lot of places? Yeah, I mean, it I is. Mean, well, the com like you just mentioned, the common statement. There, the common statement is the the person that graduated last in their class in medical school is still called. A doctor. Called doctor. Exactly. Yes, sir. <laughs> I kind of wish, like, I feel like I'd have so much more respect for a diploma or like a bachelor's degree or something if it was a lot stricter well see that's cool I, I wish they would make it harder for me to graduate they make it too we easy all kind of maybe get on the same common ground and this is where the certifications come in right and this is when we get the csps like a CSP and, or ASPs ASP. and all these other different you know certifications so when you go on your resume and you say okay well yeah he's got a bachelor's oh but he does have an asp i, and I, I have more respect for somebody that has that right Right, and like I said, I would too, you know, just because you have a bachelor's, okay, but if I had somebody who has an ASP, I know that's not I easy. put that way higher, well, 
because we know those tests are really hard and they're independent. So I know they had to do their own research. Yeah. And I actually had a couple of friends take those those span classes, and I had a guy quit. I had literally had a guy quit. He's like, oh yeah, he was all bright. Oh yeah, Joe, I'm gonna go to CHST. And, oh, he went to the three day class, and he's like, no, I quit. I was like, really? I was like, dude, all it takes is time and, you know, time and energy. Oh, all of a sudden. Well, no, it, it does. It takes time and yeah. you have to learn the material. You just can't read through the book and go, okay, I, I'm going to go take the test now. No, they ask you questions and you have to know those different, you know, key areas. It's not just, okay, well, I read the book. Now I can go and, and take a test, right? It's not like a Harry Potter book where they ask you, okay, who's the who's the house That's Harry's so a part funny. of? Gryffindor, oh, yay, 10 points. No, <laughs> it's not how it works. They ask you very complex questions and they answer them in, in obvious ways that are more difficult you know what's funny is at my school right now there's an english class you can take where all of your coursework is based on harry potter to make it easier for you to pass the class and where do i take the class because that sounds like fun well it's a good thing that that guy quit because the span network they they have a guarantee they guarantee yeah or they'll pay you back they'll pay you that money it's it's a good program it really is and like those books really do help and that's that's where it does take energy and time, and you have to really be, you know, mindful of what you're learning. It's not just, and I've had that, I've, I've had that a lot of people ask me, how do you get this and how do you get this? And I've had about five or six now people that got, you know, certifications. I told them, look, this is the process. Learn the material. It's not, it's not just remember what this question is because they're not going to ask you that same question. They're going to ask it in three different ways. I remember when I always tell people, you know, they always ask about, you know, indoor flammable liquids. And in the book, it tells you, like, how many do you have to have? Oh, 25. Okay. But in the actual test, I had the same question. And it asked, okay, well, if I have 60, what do I need to do? Is it okay? Is it not okay? Do I have to take it all out? Or am I have to take, what, like 35 away from it? Whatever You're it terrible at math. I could tell that already. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I, was, I was trying to think about, I'm like, wait, what is it? Five, No, six? you got it right. I was messing with you. <laughs> Well, that's that's why I mean I agree with what you said about um, where the certifications come in because right. that does demonstrate or it gives an evaluation of information recall. It proves that you have that education. Right. I know both of us hold the ASP designation. Yes, sir. That was wait, a, that wait. was a both of us do. So that's two out of three in this room. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing sometimes it in. I like huh? to, sometimes I like to rub it in. That was a that was a difficult, challenging test. It, it really was the it, preparation. It took a long time too. Yeah, it was and. Um, it was so difficult that I literally took a term off of school wow. um, to, to prepare for it. And um, now, that I, now that I've said that I, I kind of align with Matt towards the uh, experienced route versus uh, the educated route or a degree-holding individual, um, let's, uh, I'll do this so I don't make any noise. But I did this just for you, Joe. Oh, wow. He's taking his shirt off. Oh, wow. He's got a, a oh Columbia Southern University sweatshirt on. Wow. Well, maybe he'll let I us take a picture I just do not know we'll how it. to be just so happy right now. <laughs> I didn't, they even have a... Uh, wow. I didn't know that they had a... You know? What's, what's it called? Um, they're knights. They I know, a, but uh, what's uh, it called? Mascot. Mascot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm actually having my graduation party in a couple of weeks, and I, that just makes me and so happy. And now I'm invited? <laughs> <laughs> I will invite you guys, actually. <laughs> CSU Knights, huh? CSU I, Knights, yes, sir. Yeah, I want wow. to do that just for you, Joe. Um, Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Anytime. And one day, Matt. John, you're not invited back anymore. <laughs> Matt, one day you will too. One day you will. You will. My, gr- my degree will not be from there. But well, it doesn't matter. You'll you'll have pride in in what you've accomplished, and then you'll realize how how defamatory the words "it's just a piece of paper" really is. But <laughs> but it's important because people do have that mentality. And I'll I'll give you this weird little tidbit. 
Because I used to say back in the day, because you know, right now there's a huge, there's a huge, you know, debate about the inequality of of income, right? And one of the biggest ones is, you know, the owner of C or the CEO of Walmart makes something like 250 times what what the base person does, right? So somebody who's an associate on the floor makes, you know, pennies in comparison to somebody who's a CEO. But then you realize you have to sit down and take a look. It's what what did the CEO have to do to get there? Right. I mean, truthfully, did he have, you know, was he a trust fund baby and, you know, he was kind of destined to go to. I was going to say, what if you looked that up and he has no degree at all? He no, just, but that's the thing. He just all worked of, at Walmart. All of the Fortune 500 companies, all of them demand at least an MBA, at least. No, not. Well, is this, yeah, a, this, is this, this a true statistic or are you just. Yeah, no, look it up. Uh, the reason why is because they don't allow the janitor who's been there 30 years to be the CEO. It's just. Most most companies, most businesses. I'm sure you you said you're you're be getting your master's in in business administration, correct, sir? Or what um, is your master's? I'll, in? I'll be getting a bachelor's degree. Okay. Okay. Through CSU in organizational leadership. It's a business Ooh. management degree, but a okay. focus point in organizational leadership. I probably will go for the master's at BC because it's a it's a well renowned program. It is um, dollar for dollar the value too. It's the most inexpensive you route just to can't go. Beat it. I'll, I'll be honest with you because I'm actually going through the program right now. I highly recommend. I am my whole world, and this is just oh a side note. I know Matt's rolling his eyes like crazy, but <laughs> it, it really is. It's 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 great, and I'll, I'll, we'll talk about this off air a little bit. But um, I I would highly recommend you get with Matt and him get you introduced into some of the top or more higher people so you can kind of understand and get experience in that area because in business world, you have to have both, right? So kind of digress back to the whole Walmart thing is most CEOs have to have experience and have to have the education. You can't have either or. And that's one thing I've always said in my lifetime. You, The reason why the CEO is there is because they did the work, right? They had to go and do the school and learn, learn and understand all this stuff. They have to have a proven history. Right, because if you see with Enron, you know, right now you have Wells Fargo, all these companies that have people at the top part or the top positions. If they mess up ethically or whatever, it hurts everybody at the bottom, right? So the top person in the company, if they're making mistakes or making the wrong call, what ends up happening is the company suffer. And I'm sure you've seen this before when the owners of a company pick the wrong manager, pick the wrong supervisor, pick the wrong you know board of directors, and Things just go haywire left yeah, and right. Have to I've seen that happen a lot with people that have degrees too, though. So it's, well, it's, right, yeah. but but it's not it's it's less likely. I mean, obviously, there's no there's only two two sure things in life, Matt. Come on now. Well, you always suffer the consequences and repercussions of poor decision making, right? Regardless of what you do in life, I do know that uh, from my my standpoint, when you know when we're back on the subject matter of education um, versus experience. Uh, you know, an education, all that really demonstrates to the employer is that an individual can commit themselves to That's completing a task for a certain length of time. Yeah. Yep. You still have to prove your worth to the company. Of course. Now, when you get down to, and this is just my honest opinion, um, humble opinion. Which, which is it's, all of ours, yeah. Well, the, the beyond that, right, is uh, really all an education gives you is a much more sophisticated vantage point, Right. To me, right? You guys agree way too much. I don't you, like this. No, it's okay. No, no, I'm no. This is this is this is the thing. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue too. into experience. I'm gonna segue into what the core of the last podcast was about, which was hiring an individual. So you two, as yeah. hiring managers, are screening candidates of a talent pool, right? I was gonna give you a hypothetical so, at some point. Right. So 
So what I'm saying is with an education, it issues you a much more sophisticated mindset about things. You're going to process um, all certain elements that the maybe a, a person that didn't go to school and retain information is not going to process things through that fine of a filter. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the instruction is going to allow you the mindset to do that. Now, one thing that you guys didn't cover in the last podcast, you know, in, in my mindset, it would be something uh, pertinent to cover with uh, bringing people on as hiring managers is not really looking at, okay, I'm not looking at the education or a degree or experience. I'm looking at the job task at hand. Why am I bringing this individual on? Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm bringing on an individual to do a low entry level, and okay, we're, we're in the safety realm here, so I'm bringing in an entry level guy to come out, and he's really going to be a PP runner, right? So he's going he's gonna to bring monitors out, and he's going to make sure guys got their PP on. Mm-hmm. An entry level technical position. We don't got to get into the, the job description too much about it, but as a hiring manager, I'm going to look at that. That right there is going to tell me what type of qualifications I'm looking for in a candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at that point, an individual like that, are you going to go with somebody who's a, a, got a degree, a certification? Probably not. Or Right, because why would you pay somebody who's got a bachelor's degree to be a PPE 18, runner? 18 bucks an hour. 18 bucks an hour. I mean, let's be honest. I've seen, I've seen techs make 13, 14 bucks an hour. So I mean, I, he makes a he makes an excellent point, and you know, obviously, like I said, every situation is completely different. But I think one thing that I was thinking after we had this conversation with Matt, Matt can kind of change my mind just a little bit. Heck I mean, yeah. obviously, <laughs> obviously, we both agree it was both, but yeah, of course. <laughs> I think I think in, I tell people is the best solution if you're looking for a guy that you can just throw out in the field. You want somebody who has experience and is going through college, right? Because they're taking the things, hopefully, they're taking the things that they're learning and they're applying them to the field so they have that applied knowledge. That's In reality, I think that's what we're all looking for. We're looking for applied knowledge. Someone that knows something and knows how to apply it in a diversity of situations. Because we all know we have an injury, you know, you have to learn how to manage not just the customer side, but you have to manage the employee. You have to take them to the doctor. You have to, sometimes you even have to uh, manage the doctor because the doctor doesn't know. You have to tell him, hey, this is what's going on, blah, 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 and give him a, a kind of a backstory because oftentimes employees, they'll come up with information right on the spot. And as experience with an EMT, Matt, you, you probably know this as well. EMT. Oh, you're an EMT as well. He, he no, let's 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 go back. Let, <laughs> let's correct that because I know Joe is known for fact checking. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I just got <laughs> lied to, dude. I could have sworn you're Joe, Joe is known for fact checking. I am and known he's for known, fact. I'm, I'm like, where's my he's, phone? He's going to do it right now. He's known for vetting individuals. So I went through the EMT Academy at Taft College. I passed a class. Um, during that process, you take and do your, your clinicals and your ride-alongs with the Lano Ambulance. Oh, wow. Uh, those went, guys wow, getting, he even went to the place I worked. Wow. Those, those guys were getting paid $10 an hour. And let me tell you what. What? They were, they 10 were, they were, I made eight twenty five. <laughs> the, the, Sir, yeah. wait, hold on. I'm going it back makes to you it quick. makes you wonder about the caliber of care you're gonna get. Joe's. You know, that's what you're getting with a bunch first of responders. But the most highest decorated. Yeah, once, once I found parents. that out, and then I found out that you're paying another, you're, you're monetizing it, so you're getting another a uh, dollar amount that you're paying for your nationals. Then you gotta whatever county that you're going to yep. practice. Yeah, actually, and, I have to do that next month. You gotta pay to all of them. Yeah. Yes. I said, you know what? I passed the class. Here it is on my resume, 
And I do explain that. You know, I'm not claiming that I, I you know, I'm a bona fide EMT, yeah, you NREMT. The, you just didn't, but Joe didn't pass the NREMT either. What are you talking about? Or did you? I did. I said I, I don't keep it up. No, I don't keep you it up. You just don't keep it up. Yeah. Oh, you did pass I, it you initially. You pass NRMT to be on an ambulance. That's what I thought. That's yeah, I know. I, I got my NR, and then you get your state or yeah. county. County. And then, yeah, you don't have to. I'm uh, surprised you passed the live scan, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Sir. I'm just playing. <laughs> but anyway, but that's that's one of the things that you learn is, you know, that not every injury needs to have, you know, Benadryl and stuff and no. injections and all this other stuff. And so, like I said, it's all about applied knowledge. One of the things that I always, I always laugh because I always bring back my EMT experience, right? When I first came in as an EMT, I, even though I passed, I had all my national, whatever, I came in thinking I didn't know crap. And with that mentality, I was more open to learning. And, you know, all the paramedics who've been 30, 40 years, they're the ones, hey, Joe, this is how we do it, da da da, this is what we expect, blah, blah, blah. And through that, I learned. Right, I had that mentality. On the opposite side, when I became a trainer, I had a bunch of guys that came in and they're like, "Oh, I got my uh, NREMT, man! I know what's up." But once again, we know the difference between actual schooling and real life situations, right? And it's not always cut and dry as they make it. Sound. Honestly, I think when you come to that kind of uh, field, even with doctors, like you want that experience, of for course, sure, right. And that's what a lot of times what I, I like to champion is the education should be the minimum qualifications. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a four-year degree, like you said I said, but it has to be some <laughs> You alluded to. Something that you have to have something to show me. Look, Joe, I took a class. Okay, was the quality class great? No, but you made the effort. You it made, was the cost, whatever. You made me a minimum qualifications that I agree to. Now I can give you the experience, and then you can put the two together. And I think that's what really holds the, the, the glue together is the, both the applied knowledge, the knowledge, and the experience. Because what's knowledge without experience? What's experience without knowledge? It's the applied knowledge. If I had a third employee in the hypothetical that came in and he has four-year in the field, and he has a four-year degree. I want to pick that How guy over the other two. A six-year degree. How about a six-year degree going for another six-year degree? But I do want to throw the and hypothetical out to John, so that we can see what you think. So I'll throw. I'll try to give it a little more detail for you. So two employees. You're the hiring manager, right? Two employees. Everything else seems about the same. They both show really strong leadership. They both seem extremely professional. Every everywhere else, let's say they're equal, right? In the in the qualities that they present as a as a safety professional and as a human being. The only difference is that one of them has a degree and one of them has four years of experience. How, do you does that does it not matter who you hire? Do you care which one of those you would rather pick over the other? Okay, um, if you're asking my, it's my, a terrible, it's a terrible, that's a, a terrible hypothetical. That's Why a, is that oh, that's a that's a very good question actually, and and that's and, uh, really boiling down to the answer: education I mean, it versus experience. It, it, it is. Podcast, it yeah. does. It does. If you if you got a fulcrum point Wait, and we're on. tipping the scales, gonna, it does it does. I have hundred dollars in my pocket. Just <laughs> point that out. Well, here's the thing. I thought we were going to Florida. Hey, don't remember we're going to Florida in June. Okay. Well, he, <laughs> you, you, wanna... you did mention Joe, right? You mentioned that uh, that that degree shows, um, you know, commitment, commitment, right? So that is the key point. I would make in this in this hypothetical hypothetical oh, yeah. and, situation, and they're both being hired for not a PPE runner. They're being right. hired to be a for safety like professional. A, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that that to me, when I'm looking at it, I'm not. That would be one of the instances. Okay, with that hypothetical um, situation you just gave me, I'm not looking at um, job tasks. I'm looking at the individuals, right? Because we're 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 basically trying to decide. This is this is the war of attrition, right? Mm-hmm, between yeah. between 
Joe and Matt. Who's gonna? Are we gonna <laughs> no pick? Way. Are we gonna pick education or experience? In that in that hypothetical situation, I would go with the individual with the degree. Here's why. Get out. Here's why. Please, oh, sir. Here's why. No, no, I want to hear. The individual with the degree. Now, granted, there might be other circumstances with the guy that has the experience that might something might have impeded him in life from um, trying to achieve or go after some type of higher education or certification, but. When I'm looking at those two individuals in that certain uh, circumstance or that certain um, situation, I'm going with the guy with the degree simply because that shows me as the hiring manager uh, when I'm looking at my talent pool right here, this guy right here has the initiative. He has the drive. He has the motivation. He's hungry. He's, he's got aspirations. He has goals. I'm going with that individual. Um, and, and that's it. It's cut and dry. To me, it's that simplistic. I'm going with that individual just for that reason alone. But I mean, of course, that, in a real life situation, he would probably ask questions that would, of course, that of would course. allude to the fact that they actually know what they're talking. But about. But like we said in the last podcast, this is like we know all those things, was but that, that wasn't water coming down from your eyes. That wasn't the point of the podcast. <laughs> I look, do I look like Michael Jordan right now? <laughs> well, we didn't talk about screening or vetting. Of no, course, no, I mean, like I said, we, we a talked lot about more to this. It. This guy was this, and this guy was this. That was a cut and dry hypothetical yeah. situation. That's that's your cut and dry answer. You did you did bring in some, you know, a little bit of. I don't know if you'd call it like a, a bias because you're assuming oh, that the wow. person with the degree has higher aspirations than the person that that's not a bias. Doesn't, that's not a bias. It's an assumption, though. That no, that is a bona fide fact. Sure. If you, that individual didn't have any type of, uh, you know, forward thinking, or they didn't have any type of, uh, you know, motivating oomph behind them, there's no way they would have got that degree. And, so you, and the, the point is, is because. You don't have to pay cash to get the degree. So in, in reality, oh, yeah. there's You're literally fine. no reason why nobody can get a degree. No. Oh, I don't know. I can't. That's too much time. Well, I have to pay oh, cash it's too for much it, money. But... No, it's not. I I know one person right now. Her biggest complaint was the money, and I said, "Why are you worried about the money?" Well, no. look, the school that I'm I'm showing you, it's relatively cheap. We're not going. We're not going to Harvard. It's not that cheap. It is pretty cheap. Depending on how much you, what you're calling cheap, but I know how much your schooling costs. Right. And it's not. It's cheap. It's not a hundred bucks a month. Well, let's circle back to that because we're gonna go. You can go into the financial aspect. But and, and you those, still get those you still get a grant or a loan, and you don't pay that. Loan a loan you, is still money that you, right. you have to pay back. Right. But, with interest. Okay. Right, we're not gonna circle back. Point, go ahead. We're let's gonna go, back, go on John. with finance. Let's go back. And John. Those types of roadblocks that you might get involved in. Um, you specifically said you have two individuals that have the same amount of experience. So we're looking at the same people with the same skill set, mm -hmm. same time on the job, yeah. but one of them has a degree. Yep. Okay, no, that. no, no. One of them, he doesn't have any no, experience. One, one has zero experience. He's four and a years of a degree. One's only been four. in school for four years. Yeah. One's That's been at the, work for four years. One has I wish we could rewind this right now, but that what I heard was you had two guys that have the same amount of experience, no, same uh, candidates, that, but one of them has I said a degree. It wrong. One has one it's, has a degree. One's a degree, experience. a four years of schooling, yeah. a degree, uh -huh. and the other has four years of experience no, in that position. That's not what I heard. Maybe I heard it wrong. Hell yeah! Now let's go back. I heard it wrong. Let's let's talk about this again. Okay. So. It, now, in that circumstance, right, I would look at, now I'm looking at, what am I bringing this guy So, on no for? experience. Now, that's what I'm talking about. No experience. Okay, right. So, let me let me repeat what you're telling me so that we're all on the same page. Three-part communication. Okay. I'll confirm. Right? Send, receive, verify. Yes, so, this, this guy has an education. He came out of high school. He went to college. He's bachelor's got a bachelor's degree in degree. safety. Right. 
The other guy's got four years as a experience as tech. a safety tech professional. Wait, whatever. Can I can I interject just one healthy tip? Please. The gentleman with the degree is from a reputable school. It's not from. Uh, he wears the same shirt in the interview that you're wearing right now. <laughs> the, uh, let's let's just say it's another school that has the same reputation. That let's say goes for the QAP, the Qualified Ac- Academic Program. From the BCSP. That way that we can say, you know, it's So it's even. a good school. He has a good degree. We'll a, it's we can a, agree it's on a quality that. education program. And then, we'll, and then you know what? From my side, my guys worked for a very highly reputable company that for four years. You're and Tesla? He hasn't just, he hasn't just worked in some <laughs> back of a warehouse Nikolai, for a while. That poor guy. <laughs> so, so we're on the same page. Right. So... Uh, this would be one of those circumstances where uh, I would look at what I'm bringing that individual on for. That would that would help. That would tell me everything I need to know. So then I'm Mid-level. curious, like what, like what? So if, if if this if those are the two people, like you would hire the degree for what a higher level so or if, a lower level? Because let me, if I could maybe try to give a little bit more context of to where my mindset is. If uh, I'm looking at bringing this guy on to run a highly sensitive. Um, Instrument instrumentation panel, right? Um, I'm I'm definitely going with that guy with the with the degree, but if if I'm going for something that's more mechanically inclined or something that is uh, a craft style job where it's a hand on tools job, I'm going with the guy with the experience. That's a Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I like that. Get out, Joe. So he's, what he's, what he's Matt's to, looking what he's at me with an evil eye. The, the fact that even though even though the gentleman with the higher degree has the, a, a ton of knowledge, of, of course, assuming yeah, that you would want him for a, a more complex um, job that it's more analytical, whereas somebody who's got the experience is more hands on and knows. Like like I know exactly what he's talking about. Like welders. I know, but we're comparing you it to other throw, crafts. I'm you, talking about safety people. You can't We're not working hands-on. Somebody that is that is no experience with welders. You know how disastrous that would be. I know because I deal with people all the time mm-hmm. that have never dealt with welders. So are we saying if like this safety guy was his job was okay. going to be I, like to put together metrics and stuff like I know. that? So I, that's that's exactly where I was going to go with okay. that. So if you've got so if you've got a guy that is charged with. Uh, making sure the guys in the field are good to go. They've got their PPE on. They're going out. They're doing their compliance. Following audits. regulation. Not yeah, breaking. they're they're doing that. And then now you're looking for a guy to fill that position, or you're looking for a guy to go in there and deliver a KPI to the VP of your local oil and gas producer. I'm going to go with the guy with the education to do yeah. that because he's probably okay. going to be able to articulate with precision with a lot. What better. if they have to do both? If they have to do both, then you got the three guys in the room that have that that uh, that <laughs> trifecta. We have a degree, we have an education, and we have experience. Yes, sir. So we'd have to have all three of us then. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Sir, I'm just going to say, I'm going to point out once again that there's two of us in here. Oh, that my God. You qualify for those. That's where you're going to have to look for that that that, hack, that happy equilibrium, that that yeah. that combination of yeah. education versus experience. Of course, this is a highly of unrealistic course. question. It is. It's of just, course. Just a... Talk just yeah. to talk about it. Really. Yeah, it is, but, but it's, it's most, good. We're going much more deeper into detail. One of the most like controversial topics that I've ever I've ever dealt with. A lot of people have oh, different yeah. opinions because okay. you've had people who have no experience or I'm um, correction no no education and they rise to the top. So same I'll, thing. People that have all the top degrees yeah. and they're at the bottom. I'll mention this because uh, I'm I'm not trying to make an excuse at all. I don't want that to sound like this, but it is an excuse. Uh, over the last 
10 or 11 years in, uh, since I've started uh, in my safety career, right? I've tried to go back to school three times. And three times in a row, I've had people at high-level positions say, don't go back to school. You're already in the position that you would be in if you were going to go back to school. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Just continue in your career. You're already there. So I just kept stopping. Until so now when I realized, people, like... You let other people tell you how to run your life. Unfortunately, it wasn't one person. Like, I've been told this multiple times well, you throughout my career. Me because I, I know. I would promote you to be better than you But are. I'm just saying there's a lot of people out there that think that education and high level positions that yeah. think education is, is really kind of not, it's not pointless, but they don't value it as highly as like you do. Well, the reason, and I'll give you this kind of backstory, and this is the reason why I value education so much because I had made the transition. Because you have it. Well, no, because I made the transition. Because when I Whoa, first got what into kind safety, of transition we talked about. <laughs> when I first got into safety, I had done safety for five, uh, four and a half, five years. And I mean, I had. You asked me, I had the wealth of knowledge. I could sit there and I could, I could literally, you know, repeat. You know, in you, five years, I thought I was the man. Right? Yeah, I, dude, <laughs> I could, I could repeat all the stuff. I could tell you what to do, all this other stuff. And but I had, I hit that glass ceiling. I wasn't able. Hey, Joe, yeah, you want this position? Cool. Where's your degree? Where's your degree? And I actually had a, a, a perfect job making over hundred, hundred and ten thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah, hundred ten thousand dollars. And you plateaued. Well, no, the, no, I wasn't making it there, but mm. I had a job offer. Okay. And two days before the interview, Matt was there. Actually, I remember this. Oh, yeah. I remember this. I, dude, he was. I was funny. there. He was right there. Actually, I remember the story. We were in a, a location on a job together, and they had called we me called and they you. said, "Hey, um, Joe, we're really excited to get uh, have an interview with you, but we don't have your bachelor's degree." And I'm like, "Oh, well, I I literally have like maybe like two more classes. I I think I was maybe like six units away, so I was like one quarter, three months." away from getting my degree and she goes sorry you can't get an interview unless you have it in hand and you know matt obviously he knows that was devastating i was like dude that was a good job with great benefits whatever you know we're not going to talk about that in in depth but that what eventually happened was i kept hitting that ceiling well you need a degree yeah you got experience yeah you got knowledge but you don't have the degree. That's what I said. The degree was good for in the previous episode. It's good to a get your foot in the door. Will allow you to, to work for them. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Is it every place? No. There's a lot of mom and pop places that will take somebody who has lots of experience. But it's a, it's a marvelous marketing opportunity. Yeah, it, it is. You see that documentary, The Ivory Tower. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying go education all the way. No. Uh, but it 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 definitely holds its weight. It's worth its weight in gold when it comes to promotions and mm -hmm. getting oh, looked yeah. at. And like you mentioned in the last podcast. It it you're doesn't able hurt to check your resume. Off, no. You're able to check off a lot more boxes that get you that introduction mm -hmm. to get you in the door. Yep. Um, it opens up more doors. And then when you when you tell people too, people are like, "Oh wow, okay, so you really do care about safety." And I, I don't know if you remember the podcast where I had I had somebody that was a safety guy above me, and I had made that transition from <clears> the part time safety guy into a full time. And he asked me, "What changed?" Oh, I got a degree. Oh, okay. So it wasn't just they filled the position and you were lucky enough to get it. No, he said, okay, so you worked to get the position. I'm like, yeah, I actually worked hard to, go, to do it, because, especially because with that company, they they tried to make me fail. They told me plenty of times it was a fake degree. And, I mean, obviously, uh, probably the same thing they told Matt. Yeah, don't, don't do that. You don't need to, blah, 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 blah. But Is this the same guy that, that started showing you uh, – um a more immense amount of respect afterwards yeah, after he found it out you held a lot of weight and he's yeah. like oh okay and it, was, and it was the same guy me and him had butted heads probably at least 15 to 20 times every time we were on the on the job we always had a different viewpoint right I could sit there and say well this is the regulation he goes I don't care about the regulation this is what I say because in his eyes I was just some punk kid who was trying to tell him who's somebody who was 
had his masters and had his CSP that he was wrong. Even was he wrong? A little bit, yes and no. <laughs> but that, I mean, that that really wasn't the point. The point was that <laughs> what the hell do you know, right? right what do you right. know, Joe? And I mean, I still say I don't know anything, but. You know, at that point, I hadn't had anything proven. <laughs> I hadn't proven anything, right? I was at that point. I was still going through school, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I think it was like maybe five or six months later we ran into each other again on the project. And he goes, "What are you doing here?" He recognized me, which apparently a lot of people do. I some kind of weird talent I got, probably for a bad reason. But yeah, it, it like I said, it held a lot of weight. When I said the words CHST and bachelor's degree, he was like, "Got it." He realized and recognized that it wasn't about me just moving up. No, I got lucky. I had a friend. You know, a lot of people in, in, in our industry move up because they're friends with somebody, right? Oh, well, I have a friend who's the manager, and he's going to hire me. But you don't know a damn thing about safety. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because I, I know the CEO, and we're friends, mm-hmm. right? It happens all the time. Who you know versus what you it's know. It's about who you know versus what you know. And then when you work under someone like that, you know what it's like. I mean, obviously, you have a military background. We all know what that's like. Yeah. We all know what it's like. It's, it sucks. And it's, it it's painful because they make a lot of bad mistakes. But it does. you can't tell them because they're the manager. Even though you try to influence them, they have this, this ideology that, oh, well, I am the one in control. You do what I say. And that's obviously with the positional leadership. It's very tough to work with. I like it. So we're getting close to the end. Is there anything you guys want to finish up with? Any anything else you want to get off your chest before we close it? Close it up. Yeah, please don't take that off your chest. I really do. I'm admiring that shirt. It is really nice. Honestly, it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty nice shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on the list of things that I want. Well, it is. Uh, it is. Um, it, it's a standard. It's a common core belief that that education um, is a a ticket, right? And that's I, one I don't thing. Say ticket. I say gateway. Ticket, yeah, right. That's probably a better way to put it. Gateway is, is a better way to put it. So it, it, it does. It What it does, it opens those gates. It opens the gates uh, to better possibilities. And I did, I do want to say this. I know prior to me being in a position in life to where I could pursue some type of uh, higher education or schooling, um, I have, I'm the oldest of three three younger siblings. I got three younger sisters. Two of them have their degree, and I never could, and I never understood how they were able to do it, not only financially, academically. Um, Especially raising just, your family. Just, yeah, all those factors, and it just, and I fed myself with that negative mindset. I fed myself all the, the negative aspects I could pull off the internet, the gifts, the the memes, all this stuff about, <laughs> oh, yeah, or, or, you know, hell yeah, Mike Rowe just, you know, Screw higher education. Forget that jobs. ivory tower. Well, well you know, no, Mike, Mike, Mike doesn't. Mike, even Mike Rowe doesn't say education isn't important. He just says that the degree isn't isn't like you said isn't a ticket. Isn't the key. Hard work really is. And well, really that's Mike, what it comes Mike down Rowe's to. point is that we're losing um, craft. We're losing. We are. Um, you know that that blue collar aspect of uh, a certain trade, and with that trade, people lose a, a skill set they it goes away because we no longer have everybody's pursuing this ivory tower route right so what i would what i was saying is like i would feed my mindset on that any any type of information i could find that punned going to school i would sit there and eat it up oh yeah great no so yeah forget school you know you went to school for four years and yeah, you got a degree, you. but you don't even know how to change the oil on your own vehicle. Like, what was that? It's worthless knowledge. Yeah, Joe. But 
and I would do that, and I did that up until the point where I was able to put myself to school. And when I did, I didn't just thrive. I excelled. I, I exceeded my own expectations. I did very well in school. Um, and it did a lot of things for me. It gave me a much more sophisticated vantage point of looking at processing things, um, you know, and I did receive that education that we're talking would I, about. Would you dare say it freed your mind? Oh, my gosh. Freed my mind? No, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. No, I wouldn't say that. When you say freed my mind, I think about uh, hippies. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. Uh, some of the, the information that I did retain, and it was in that EMT academy, I wish I could erase from my mind, because they had us go serve clinicals at the Kern County VD uh, clinic. Oh, wow. And there's a lot of stuff that happens in Kern County that I really wish I did. I knew that it did. Yeah, I didn't want it. Yeah, I didn't want information. I didn't want to know that that happened. Mm. But uh, you ever seen the movie The Other Guys? Dirty Mike and the Boys is real. That oh, yeah. stuff really happens. Yes, sir, it does. I will say that. Maybe not applicable to this podcast, but <laughs> that is information. There is stuff that you will learn that you would rather delete in, from your mind. Yeah. And as adults, and especially for people like us that are grown adults with experience, and you're going back to school, it's going to be very difficult because you're going to have that adult filter, and you're going to be sitting there thinking, okay, I really don't need to know this, but this is just a hoop I have to jump through. So you're not going to retain that information because it's, it's going in one ear and out the other. That's a very difficult aspect of going to school as a seasoned veteran, tenured individual in life, and then deciding to go back to school. Mm -hmm. I hate it when teachers tell me, if you were, if you were, if you're sitting in my class right now, it's because you're not like they pretty much assume that I have no career, no job, and that I'm unsuccessful because I'm. That's why I'm in school, and I'm just like, no, like I'm fine. Are, I don't are, need yeah. this. Those are called Come here bad. for a second. Let me blow your first mind. First of all, you <laughs> do need it, but for, and second of all, those are bad teachers. I know, and, yeah. and I think I think you're right, but I would I would dare say this is at the time when I was a lot younger, I don't think that I would have been ready to go to school. I was very immature. I th of course, I thought I know, knew everything. It wasn't until I hit my mid-20s, once I hit that cap, I was more open. And that's why I always say it kind of freed me open because I, I was very narrow-minded. And once I went through school, it kind of opened up my eyes to see all the things that I really never noticed before, things that occur in art and, and buildings and stuff like that. And then when I articulate to other people, they're like, I never thought of that. I'm like, yeah, you'd be surprised when you go to a restaurant all the things that are scientifically put in there, right? There's a reason why those things happen. It's not just arbitrary. There's a reason why the silverware is heavy. There's a reason why the menu is heavier, right? These things give your brain an impression that you need to spend more money. And that when you go to restaurants like that, they can put five to ten bucks on top of a, a menu item and you won't even you won't even realize it. It is it's all backed by science. It's all backed by it science. Is. And it wasn't until I actually went through school, like I said, I always say it freed my mind. It opened me up to really realize what's really going on out there. Right? Not listening to the news that tell you the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Because it's repetitive. They're just trying to feed you the same thing. I I learned how to think on my own. And I think that's why I always tell people it freed me. It helped me think on my own. I used to spout other people's stupid crap. And now I, I think, wow, I used to think like that. No, I'm good. I, I kind of process what they people tell me. And I think I, I literally put it through a bunch of filters. Like like you said, what what's really going on? Are you just feeding me a bunch of BS? Or is this really the situation that's going on? Oh, it, it definitely it definitely helped. Those those synapses and neurons started firing when I went to school. I just don't like the term "freeze your mind," uh, but <laughs> okay, it definitely well, did. It well, let's opened, get some LSD it and opened we'll it up. Our minds. 
<laughs> it opened it up. It opened it up. It definitely did. Uh, I'm, I'm a much better person for it. And I will so will say you, that. Matt, I will when make you, that when you graduate, and we'll be there to cheer you on every <laughs> step of the way. This is like rehab for you, isn't it? No, it's nothing like <laughs> My that. My name is Matt, and I am an anti-schoolaholic. I'm not anti-school. That wasn't that wasn't my argument at all. Most people in school are anti-school. They do not want to be there. It's long-term suffering. It is, it is tough. What does that degree mean to you? Are you going to make it through? Truthfully, it's it, I'm still going to school. I just started my my MBA and it's it's hard. It's really hard, especially some days I'm struggling to get my papers and reading and stuff. I'm like, god, it's so I, it's just so easy to quit. There's so many incentives, but You're going to CSUB. No, he's, for going the, to Cal, he's going to Columbia Southern. Columbia yeah. Southern. But those are competitive programs too. It's not like you can just I just want to go here and get into that, yeah. that master's program. They're competitive. Yeah. It's it's kind of tough to get in and but I I I will give it to them. They really do a, I think I feel that they do a, a a really good job. They really do open your your especially with safety. There's so much more that I had wanted to learn like in industrial hygiene. There's so much more that I know now just because of that class and and walking into situations. Matt, you know you and I've talked about this where there's a place where there's a guy that's been there 20, 30 years, and he can't see the obvious that uh, people are being exposed to certain yeah. chemicals. And it's because even though he did, in, in reality, he has both. He went to school, mm-hmm. and he's been there for 20-some years. So just because you've been, you have both doesn't mean you have the, the answers to all. I think it's more about being open, open-minded to all the possibilities and doing thorough research. But, I mean, we're not, we're not going to get into that maybe for another topic later on. Well, after, I mean, after eight years on a drilling rig and then going getting a formal education in safety, I'm surprised I'm still here. You know, <laughs> you, you realize everything that you were doing that was just it's, it's so ludicrous. Dumb. That yeah, I, wow. It's kind of I mean, like what we talked about in episode one. Like we did a lot of dumb stuff that we didn't even know was didn't really even dumb know. stuff. Mm-hmm. We thought it was normal. Yep, thought it was one okay. No things, one told us. One of the things I would like to say, I know we're at time here, but uh, one of the things, and I'm sure Joe can can uh, give me an air five high high five on this, is that. Uh, I, I really despise the fact when people downgrade, they want a traditional brick and mortar school. So when they say a legit university or a, an Ivy League prestigious college, um, when you're doing an online schooling, uh, Columbia Southern has an excellent reputation. So I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying that yeah. a lot of people and employers downgrade that. But you're talking about an individual that has to have a high level of commitment to complete an online school. You have to have that self-discipline, the drive, the motivation, and dedication to complete that degree. And that tells me a lot more than somebody that just showed up in a classroom. You have to have self-discipline. I I, uh, what do you call it? Personally prefer... To sit in a classroom and have somebody that I could communicate with. It is easy. Yeah, I would prefer that because that, that... that resource is uh, right there. I like know. talking to my my engineering professor right now, who has a PhD and who studied in Michigan, and like I like that having that stupid. resource Why right would you in get front a PhD of me. In that that yeah. sounds like a waste of time. It's just a piece of paper. <laughs> well, I mean, for education wise, of I course. like how I like how he got so so ecstatic <laughs> about all of his all of his <laughs> degrees. And let's just go ahead and end <laughs> yeah, this I right do. now. I like it. I like the localized resource of a traditional brick and mortar school, but you don't have that. That's another a challenging aspect of the online um, route. Yeah. So I mean, I I'm not saying that that that's I would prefer, but it, it's just not it's, it's not, not practical. Right? It's not, it's it's not, not practical right for people to, going to school, yeah. uh, working full time. It's just not practical. Yeah. Um, some of the classes you have to maintain a physical state, and during the working day is the only time that they open up those classes for that that semester. 
Um, it's just that aggravates me that that yeah that the, the people the degree downgrade from an oh, online it's an, oh it's an online school yeah, yeah. when it's like, really well, it's highly accredited and I think I think that BCSP QAP I think that really helped help our standing and anytime people ask me about it because uh, I've had it in in an interview before and they're like you went to where online school and I'm like first of all it's it has a quality uh, it's a qualified a qualified academic program through the BCSP and once I put that on they're like oh okay like what's that mean I'm like the BCSP goes out and does this, you know, this whole criteria thing before they're allowed to go and do this. It's stuff. probably because there are schools out there that. Well, no, I think it's, it has to do with online school traditionally. I mean, obviously, it's only 2020. So before, you know, most people's recent memory, 2015, 2012, most online schools weren't all that great. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. it, it probably was, like you said, just show up, do a couple of. of somewhat challenging, you know, essays and that's it. And obviously now they've most, most schools, they're making it harder so that they can maintain that accreditation because the, the levels are a lot higher now. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, I'll be honest with you, I would have the same mentality, oh, online school? Okay. But it's, it's becoming more commonplace now, which is nice, but it, there's still some of that stigma people have like, oh yeah, online school? Oh, okay. All you did was show up. Yeah. It's I would like to paper. see, um, you know, in the, in the future, I, I think you could probably do an entire podcast around certifications. Um, I will say this to our listeners that, you know, I I have experienced walking into staffing agencies when times were tight with my resume. Here it is. And we're talking about a, a pedigreed resume, right? And, and I hand it to them and they'll look at it. That's great. Slap it down on the desk. <laughs> so what where's your, cer where's your you certifications? <laughs> Literally, quote unquote, where's your certifications? So I think, um, you know, when we're looking at uh, the benefit to listeners, uh, maybe doing a podcast on certifications, uh, where to go to look. Well, I think maybe we can we can bring you back in for that then. I don't know, maybe, maybe he didn't I, agree with me too much. I'm pretty stuff, sure. So. I'm pretty sure Matt's a little. It's just kind of bit him in the butt a little bit. But no. you know what? It's no, okay. Because that's not the point of it. it I mean, the I don't point mind of it wrong. is is for everybody listening to learn and get it. And like I said, we really do appreciate you coming in, John, because you gave me. us in that that the whole different perspective, which is great. I think I I definitely learned something. I know Matt didn't, but I really did uh, learn <laughs> quite a bit. And I think it's I think it's a really something for me to kind of sit down and think about and put that through put that through some filters which is good i really like i said i really appreciate you coming in and i really appreciate everybody listening and i hope we get more people like you you know hey joe you're dummy or hey matt you're dumb. Or, yeah i agree with this or i agree with that let us know we were that's the whole point we want let to us give everybody where. a voice especially if they believe don't believe in matt <laughs> uh, let us know where though <laughs> oh uh the culture of safety at gmail.com the culture of safety the culture because joe made the longest safety. email possible <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, guys.